Hey, welcome to D Bronx Podcast, your number one source for all fan based news and analysis regarding Denver Broncos. My name is Austin. I'm joined here with Ian. How you doing, man? And Kevin. Hello, guys. I am, to answer your question, Ian, a little flustered. We are 0 2. We are recording this on Monday, uh, September the 21st, uh, the day following the Broncos. Tough, tough loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, we lost more than the game. Unfortunately, we lost some uh, some key players as well in this one. So, uh, Kevin, I'll start with you. Uh, just what's your overall feeling um, about the Broncos, just about this game, coming out of this game? Uh, what are your kind of over overarching thoughts on this? Well, first off, we have been brutalized with the injuries. This isn't your typical garden variety spate of injuries that sort of we're nicked up. We got a couple guys go down. We have lost key players, some all pros. Um, Very, very difficult to win games, especially against top teams like the Titans and Pittsburgh. We've had two tough games to start the schedule. We've been uh, playing these games without our top defensive player in Von Miller, uh, uh, best cornerback, uh, A.J. Boye, uh, not to mention, you know, Cortland Sutton, Philip Lindsay, Juwan James. We've forgotten about him, but we're getting slaughtered yep. because he's sitting at home. Uh, yep. and, and our star quarterback is now out, thanks to Juwan James. So it's very frustrating when we're not – even close to full strength. Now, having said that, this isn't the Vance Joseph Broncos. We're not going out there and getting steamrolled. You know, when something no. goes wrong, we get, we get an interception or a player goes down, we don't quit. I don't see quitting this team. We are battling. Yeah. And Tennessee and Pittsburgh combined, we lost by seven points. We were in both of these games, even though we've been brutalized by injuries to key players, mm-hmm. and we haven't caught a break i mean we've anything that can go wrong has gone wrong but arguably mm-hmm. we could be two and oh with just a little bit of luck maybe Very some better close. play calling you, you, you name it um so I, i'm i'm conflicted um uh, you know i feel like the team deserves a little bit of a pass because of all the the key players that have gone down, new offensive system. I mean, we all knew that offensively it was going to take a little while to gel, and now you throw in all these injuries, two tough games. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to be discouraged, particularly when the potential franchise quarterback is now injured for the second year, and he may be out multiple weeks. But, um, you know, the, the season's still very, very young, and I, I like I just like the heart and determination and the fight that the team's showing. So there are some positives there. Yeah, I I will jump in here. Just kind of my uh, overarching thoughts. I I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, first of all, I do want to say you're right. The team doesn't have quit. the The team does not quit, especially you know losing their leader and and losing uh, losing their leader on both sides of the ball with Von Miller being out and then obviously Drew Locke. Uh, leaving this game uh there still was no quit um and i love that that's something that is definitely in contradiction to the vance joseph era um but as you know kind of the, the one thing that i've kind of stated before and uh 
if you tune back to last week's podcast, you'll hear me talk about it, is the trend that's that, that's forming here of of just finding ways to lose games, just getting creative <clears throat> in the ways that we lose games. I mean, uh, I mean, you could you could say the same thing about last year. We started zero and four, but probably should have won three of those four games. Um, it it does say something when you can never close out a game, when you can never finish, when you can never get over that hump or whatever the case is. Now, again, it's great. I love to see that the, the team is not quitting, but, um, and, and kind of like even what, what, uh, Vic Fangio said in his press conference today, uh, he's not going to insult our intelligence. I can't remember exactly how he worded, but basically not going to insult our tel- intelligence and, and, and say that losing these guys doesn't have an effect. It does. Having these injuries has a huge effect. Not going to try and play around that. But again, being in position to win both of these games with the injuries and still finding a way not to lose it. And the biggest play that stands out to me uh, of this, of this, you know, Steelers game, and we'll, we'll dive in deeper after we get Ian, your take on this. But um, the biggest play that stands out to me is the fourth and two at the Steelers 15 yard line. Under two minutes left to go in the game, to you know, game on the line. It's not just that he took a sack. It's the fact that there was a free rusher with no adjustment made when that play that had been called by the defense. Probably forty percent of the passing downs in the game prior. So there was no adjustment. This was, I mean, to have a free rusher on that when they had been sending a defensive back on almost. I don't want to say almost every because, you know, I haven't looked back at the film or anything to actually clear. But they had they had sent a defensive back on a blitz, very, like very often in this game, and then still that guy and I don't know who it was number thirty four I believe it was with the Steelers, um, was at the line of scrimmage, showing blitz, no adjustment made, no audible, no line adjustment, nothing, and it was something that they had done the entire game repeatedly and still no adjustment. And that's, that's a problem. So, um, I, I love the fight. I love the grit. I love that we fought our way back into this game behind Jeff Driscoll. Uh, and, uh, even as he was taking a beating on some throws, like still fighting back to stay in the game. Love that. Don't get me wrong. Saw a lot of, or saw some bright spots with, with certain players and stuff as well. Um, but just getting creative with ways to lose games. I mean, if if the game's on the line, guaranteed the Broncos are going to make some mistake. And uh, that's kind of my overarching kind of thoughts. Ian, we'll go to you. Uh, we got one word, depth. We don't have any depth at these positions. Like quarterback, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, who, our backup quarterback in the first quarter, our backup quarterback was Freeman. Royce Freeman. That's pretty bad. Third string running back. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, but but, but um, most teams don't don't have three quarterbacks active. Most do they? Pe- most yeah, most teams don't go into the active game day roster. So that's not unusual. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, but usually it's like a punter, not a what. She's <laughs> like a well, punter or a kicker. Who throws it better, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I would have said Carlin I mean, Sutton. You're but... doomed if it's a punter or a running back at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it don't, yeah, it don't matter which position player it is. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like a, a nineteen. It's like if you're in a nineteen inning fucking baseball game and you throw in the catcher as the pitcher, and you're like, yeah, it's pretty much. But, over. And I wouldn't have put our punter in there either because he dropped <laughs> a punt in the end zone, yes. no clutch, 
If he nope. didn't drop that punt, we gave him two points. We could have kicked the field goal from the 15-yard line. It's a chip shot. We go to OT. It would have been 21-24, yep. And I also think yeah. um, OJ Moody, you know, he got he got literally destroyed all day. Uh, but he that should, was their whole game plan. Was he should, game. but he should have had that pick. You're not going to get an pick, easier yeah. pick in the end in the zone. First, first You're, he's not going to have an easier chance for a pick in the rest of his career. Is easy should have that two pick picks. He should have two picks after two games. But yesterday was yeah. his welcome to the NFL, young man. <laughs> that was his game. It's a tough, yeah, got, it's yeah. a tough league, and hopefully he grows. Chase from Claypool, it. Chase Claypool, another rookie, just just burned him. Yeah. Them. But I think uh, overall, it was a good throw. Um, overall, I think the Broncos, um, when I'm talking about the depth thing, you got to get Elijah Wilkinson out of there. He's a bum. Um, you got to put Dotson in probably next week if I have to take a guess as who they're going to go with. Because, I, mean, I mean, man. It is possible he's worth worse than Wilkinson. Can I, can I, yeah, can I say something about that? But, real but, quick? but I'd like to see, I, I'd, I'd like to have, I don't know give with, him a chance. I don't yeah. know with either one of those guys, it would have made a difference because no. let's keep in mind against the Titans, who also have a good front, we didn't give up a sack. Um, the whole game, Pittsburgh has a strong, and front. this is and Pittsburgh, this is, I mean, by far the best pass rushing team in the NFL. Yeah, they led yeah. the league in sacks last year. Um, they'll do it again. Their defensive front is just ungodly i mean it's stacked it's yeah, stacked yeah so i mean the difference between elijah wilkinson to martin Dotson, i don't think it would have made much of a difference that that, that defensive front is just loaded regardless yeah. a agreed. pro bowler would have a problem with with them yeah agreed i think so but i think overall the broncos did play fairly well even with jeff driscoll and i had when jeff driscoll came in i was like yep here we go <clears throat> Might as well just roll over. Driscoll, and he Driscoll did. He was, looked pretty good. He gritty. Guts. He made some throws. He I mean, he, would, throws. he had people in his face all day. And the he made some throws in, in the midst of getting hit. That were I was impressed. Two hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And and the pick wasn't his fault. That was Cortland. No, it was, it was directly it, off of Cortland Sutton's hand. Cortland Sutton's hand, and that's when he got injured too. I mean, we we scored eighteen points in the second half. So I give some credit to Schumer. I think he made some really good halftime Schumer. adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a good game plan in the second half. Put in Driscoll put us in a position to win the game. Bad mm-hmm. play calling there at the end. I agree with what Austin said. I mean, we're paying our running back, who actually had some pretty good runs and a great touchdown catch over the shoulder, Gordon. Paying this guy all this, all this money to make the tough yards. Give it to him twice. Third and two, fourth and two. Oh, I would have given it to him twice. I, never th- I wouldn't have thrown the ball at all. I would not. Uh, yeah, I would have given it to Gordon every time. Because he was, he, was, he, he was having a good game. Especially when we just watched Saquon Barkley, what net six yards in uh, week one, mm-hmm. and he's argue- I mean, obviously he's a way better running back than Melvin Gordon. But Melvin Gordon, I mean, he ripped a what ripped an eighteen yarder, and then the next next play he ripped a seventeen yarder. And he didn't have a lot of yeah, room but you, to run. But on on that on that two yards to go, th- that defensive front was going to be selling everything to stop the run. Oh, I know. So I mean, so I I I, I don't entirely disagree with. 
choosing to pass at least on one of the plays. Um, but I, I, the, the the simplest thing is like you got to slide your protection. Like you have that 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 defensive back coming up to the line like he was after they've been doing it. Like I said, consistently all game sending a defensive back on the blitz, which is their mo. You know, um, you shift that protection. And chances are, you if you max protect, you're gonna you're still gonna have somebody probably running free, and then you just get the ball out quick on fourth and two. Mm-hmm. But you have to shift the protection when you see that, which is something they'd been showing and doing the entire game. So, you know whether it was play goal, play calling, uh, or just line adjustments that weren't made, um, that's a mistake that can't happen with the game on the line. I mean, but. In Austin, what you said at the top is correct, and you talked about this last week. We invent ways of losing games. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a bad call by the official um, that's costing us games. It's mental mistakes that the, our team is making, and I don't know how much is on the field versus you know the coaches. It's probably a, you know a little bit of both, but you know I I think we're going to be in this. Um, mode of struggling to find ways to win a game until we have an established leader at quarterback. I mean, think about the teams that find ways to win. They all have franchise quarterbacks that are confident leaders that the team rallies behind. And you just know when they get the ball late in the game, they're going to make things happen. We don't have that guy. And until we have him, I think it's going to be real hit and miss in terms of pulling out these games. Yeah, and I think well, I think even going a little bit further than that, I I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, but going a little bit further than that is most over the over the Vic Fangio era, you know, you know, let, just over a year at this point, uh, eighteen games. Um, most of these most of these games that were blown were blowing on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. not necessarily on offense. Now, of course, this one was offense primarily. Uh, you know, not converting on third and two and fourth and two. Um, and so how much a, a, a developed quarterback is going to affect that when we have the lead with 30 seconds and give it up on defense. I don't know how much a quarterback is going to affect that other than maybe rallying the troops, so to speak. Um, and I, you know, and I don't know how much of it's, you know, sometimes it, it seems to be something a little bit like last week. It was not calling timeouts. So I mean, like, it's it's not even necessarily one specific area, but it's just there's some mental mistake, whether it's defense, offense, or special coaching. Teams. There, there is some mental mistake made every time that we're in a position to win a close game. It's like it's like the moment's too big for them every time they're in that moment, and they can't they can't seem to overcome it. They can't seem to overcome that yeah. um, those big moments where the where the game is close and it you know you, a play has to be made or a stop has to be made or a call a timeout has to be called. Whatever you know, whatever it is, mental mistakes, not shifting the line to protect on an obvious blitz or uh, you know, not calling the timeouts or, I mean, any number of things that happened last year that I'm not going to dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a trend. It's a theme. And as much as I love, like you said at the top, Kevin, about, uh, the team doesn't quit. I love that. I love seeing a team that doesn't quit. And that does show some positives with Vic Fangio's coaching and kind of the mentality he brings. But 
what is it? I, I can't identify specifically what it is that has to change uh, to fix this trend, but something has to change. Well, well, talent sure. will go a long way. And I tell you one thing with Jeff Driscoll, who is your classic NFL backup quarterback journeyman, right? He's not an NFL starter, comes in cold against Pittsburgh, one of the best defenses in the NFL, with his star wide receiver soon to be out of the game. The guy puts up 256 yards, could have won this game, but we have so many bright spots. Hamler, Fant, um, you know, Melvin Gordon is, is looking like a bona fide, you know, top-tier running back, if we can get in Jerry Judy. We've just got so much talent on offense and uh, obviously it's disappointing that drew Locke is out this is going to set his development back for sure let's hope it's hopefully it's only two or three weeks and not six it's a wide range right two to six weeks um because i think going into this season the main thing i was looking for is development at the quarterback spot I, you know I, exactly. let's let's see if drew Locke can make a big step forward towards answering the question if he's the guy if we if if we get on a hot streak and somehow back into the playoffs, that's a bonus. But to me, the main thing was getting that offense uh, in place with with the new offensive coordinator and and developing Drew Locke into a bona fide NFL starter, potential franchise guy for ten years to come. And now I don't even know if we're going to know that answer at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully it is on on the shorter shorter end of the spectrum. Um, I did see um, Tom Pelissero updated six hours ago. Uh, uh, Drew Locke is out at least two weeks with a bad rotator cuff strain. Yeah. Um, they said he could be out. Left, they, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're I think they're eyeing for they want him to come back before the bye week, which is yeah, uh, yeah. But they want they said he'll be back by the bye week, but they want it to be sooner. And throwing shoulder, man, you just can't screw around with this. Yeah, the belief is Drew Locke will be – this is Ian Rappaport. The belief is Drew Locke will be back before then, but at, le- but at least by then. Yeah, that's the same thing um, I read. As for – so I, it's just talking Dr- Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, I mean he t- – to come in cold and have virtually no reps with the starters because you got to – Keep in mind, there's no OTAs, there's no training, yeah. or I mean, there was training camp, obviously, but kind of a stripped back training camp and yeah. no preseason games. So not only was he cold going into the game, I mean, he's virtually had no time with the starters anyway. Period. Uh, so you saw a little bit of that rust, and well, you got to uh, think of it this really way. Fo- you got to think of it this way. He that. he was he was even colder because they had a short week. That's a good point. You know, and it's true, he didn't get any. I bet he true, didn't. Get I, he wasn't going to get any time. Yeah, sure. I so mean, he yeah. doesn't have any time. Um, made some great throws. I thought the the throw to Cortland Sutton that Cortland Sutton caught, which was great, but I don't know what he tripped over. Um, Terrible should have monster. been a walk in touchdown. Um, Gordon pass dove. was sweet. Yeah, um, the, the the one to Fant in the, uh in the corner that was uh, good. for the touchdown. Uh, the one to Gordon. Yeah, the one to Gordon. Pass. That li- that little yeah, touch pass. That little touch pass. That was great. Uh, I do want to say say I mean. KJ Hamler looked great. Noah Fant. I don't know how he wasn't involved in the game plan more in the first half. I would throw the ball to him. Finally, let him times. run a little bit in the second half. Um, he needs to be in the game plan. I mean, it's like George Kittle status with San Francisco 49ers. He needs to be in the full game plan all the time. Yes. Period. Um, 
because he he flat makes plays when he's when he's uh, given the opportunity to do so. Jerry Judy uh, saw some good and some bad from him again, but obviously drop, he's got the drop. wild talent. I mean, just he is wild flashing talent. elite receiver, and yeah. I like the fact that he was fighting for yardage after the catch. Yeah, he he was showing some real toughness. Did you guys yeah. hold your breath when he went down with an injury too? Yeah. Oh, I almost threw I was a brick like, come on, point. man. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I will say, so Melvin Gordon looked good at times, but, I mean, he still had 70 yards on 19 carries, which averages out to about 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, this is him, M.O. He'll occasionally have some big runs that make him look great, but the consistency lacks. Um, but, obviously, we know this was against a very good front. Um elite front of the Steelers. So we'll see. But his dive on that catch on that touchdown was great. Remarkable. Great, I mean, great catch. That, I mean, just the throw and the catch on both, both sides of that was just, uh, was crazy. I mean, just, just unbelievable. Um, I definitely lost it on that. Uh, thinking we might actually have a chance here. Um, I did too. I was actually like, huh, something good's going, but turn it, turn into all these. So, you know, kind of moving away from our overall kind of broad views. Um, we have a lot of injuries here. Oh, we've yeah. got a lot of injuries here. And we've obviously, we have uh, Drew Locke is out, like we were just saying. Hopefully not till the bye week, but potentially anywhere from two to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, two to six weeks. We have uh, Phil Blinsey's probably week to week at this point. He may miss another game. Um, Cortland Sutton out for the season. For an ACL. So, now we're, so our top receivers are now rookies. Uh, uh, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Um, we are down Jawan James at right tackle, who isn't injured but opted out of the season. Um, AJ Boye still on IR, so he's going to miss at least another two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Um, Draymond Jones. Now. Draymond Jones out. Uh, he might miss a couple IR, weeks. So at least three weeks. Three, three, weeks, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Justin Strand, we forgot about him, but he was going to be a key contributor at linebacker. Went out right before the season started. Rookie. Yep. Out so the season. With I'm all saying these... the name right, Strand or Strand or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 S T R N A D. I'm yeah. not sure how to. Um... Strand. Mark Barron still hasn't suited up. No. Not... He was injured. I know going into the season, so I don't know what the status is on that. Great pickup. Our linebackers look fairly good, but our pass yeah, exactly. still looks not good. Um, what do you guys think? So we have a lot of injuries. Do you think we, we ride the ship out? We let the, we let all the young guys play. Don't worry about signing or, or do we try to find maybe somebody in a practice squad, a veteran guy uh, to fill any number of these roles? What do you guys think? I mean, honestly, I think um, they'll probably find probably a practice squad guy as a quarterback because we need a – I mean, we need a third guy because I know they're going to probably bring Bryce Rippon up. Um, Brett Rippon? Brett Rippon, that's what I meant. Yeah, Bryce. I don't know what the heck I was talking about. Um, But, yeah, I don't see them really going out and signing. I mean, there's really not that many people out there. Yeah. yeah, I think they're just kind of, kind of. I think they're going to roll with what they have because what they have has been working for the most part against. Because you got to think, if you look at it this way, all right, we got 
got the Buccaneers next week. They have a pretty good defense. Then after that, we got the, the Jets in Miami. We might, might be able to pull a win out of those ones. <laughs> I, I, if, we, if we don't, I, I swear. If it's a close game. <laughs> I mean, as, as beat up as we are, I don't know if we're going to be favored in any game. No. No, I don't think we're going to be fa- – I think we'll be favored I against mean, Jets, the Jets. I Jets, we might. I mean, th- 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 I think they must be playing for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Sam Darnold better be I, renting I, in New York. I heard somebody on Denver – I think it was Brandon Stokely and Zach – we're talking about should we tank for Lawrence? And I'm like, are you, you guys got to be retarded. Well, for, first off, if we had the number one overall draft pick, if everything went wrong, we had the number one overall draft pick, I don't think we're taking a quarterback as good as Lawrence is. I think they want to see at least a season out of lock. A but whole boy, season. What, what could we get for that number one draft pick? What, oh, four no. number ones from another team? And number oh, two, and number four? I mean, it'd be 100%. insane. Yeah, but it's not everybody wants because everybody wants happen. that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win too many games. We're not gonna be in that sweepstakes. I don't want to be in that sweepstakes. So you're thinking we stay put? <laughs> so getting back to the yeah, I think we stay. Question. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we I'll stay put. It, I'll put it this way: if there's guys out there. They can help the team. I think we bring them in. I just don't think there's any players out there looking to be signed, available, that are really going to move the needle for us a whole lot. Or I suspect we've already talked to them, and it's just they don't pass a physical, they don't want to come in, or you know whatever the case may be. Uh, we have a lot invested in the 53-man roster and a lot of young people. You know, I, I, I'd rather see uh, Draymond Jones, for example, develop. Um, and any number of other guys, give them some PT, then bring in some 34-year-old, you know, uh, that's <clears throat> not going to move the needle for us, and it's just going to regress the development of some younger people. I mean, there are depth issues that we may need to patch in for depth, but I don't think there's guys we're going to bring out there and plug and play in a starting role yeah, that are going to make I, a difference. I don't think there's anybody that we're going to bring in, like, hey, we're going to sign them off the street, and they're going to, and we're going to play them that week it's i mean i mean we we brought in mark Barron a couple weeks ago that guy hasn't even sniffed the field yet um and there's 31 other teams scouring for the same players yeah because unfortunately this week was like i think today is actually black monday because everybody got injured you got christian mccaffrey went down with an injury he's not coming back anytime soon by the way the next time the players union or other people complain about preseason games because yes guys do get hurt in preseason games they condition themselves during it they can all these injuries are just off the charts i'd like to see you know some some data on it but the soft tissue injuries have I know been unusually high and oh, just the injuries in general and so many stars have gone down uh I think that's the cost that's the price of a lack of preseason but they know more but they but they know more than everybody so yeah they know yeah so when it comes okay so when it comes to injuries so first of all uh yeah I mean to have no preseason games and virtually not even tackle or touch each other in practices leading up to the games that's a problem. Like, like, oh, hey, we're going to have unpadded practices all the way until game one. Like, you're doing yourself a disservice. I mean, you're not you're not helping anyone's safety by doing that. That's for sure. Um, 
So that I mean that's a whole nother topic. Um, Overreaction um, to COVID, and and how I, many guys have come down? It's with not COVID? just COVID. This has been a constant thing. This has well, been you're right, you're right. Years it's been of, of it, hey, yes. we're gonna practice one day with pads before this happened. Right. This was last year. Last year, this was implemented Roger Goodell. to an extreme degree. Roger Goodell. Yeah, but we just happened to have preseason games last year, so it was mitigated a little bit. Um, but talking about so, kind of circling back, kind of raining in a little bit. Uh, whether or not we stay the ship, sign guys. I, I, now, here's the thing. I'm not of the belief that suddenly we're going to sign a star caliber player off the street. That is that is a ludicrous uh We could uh, trade for thought. one, maybe. Uh, not even that. I don't even think we do that. I don't even think that would be the wise decision because you're. what would you be giving up for it? Um, but... But 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 thinking that everyone who's unsigned is basically useless is, I think, a, a real false narrative. Because I mean, we've seen we've seen guys get signed midseason uh, for different teams um, throughout the years and immediately contribute. Um, and it all depends on, I mean, salary cap. It depends on needs. It depends on obviously wanting young guys to be groomed and grown. Uh, so so I don't think that it's a situation where oh because they're not signed they must not have anything to offer um mm-hmm. i mean you have earl thomas not i mean obviously we know his situation Eek. that's a little bit unique um in the sense that he beats the hell out of his teammates um <laughs> but uh, uh, other so, things too. so it's not to, so it's not to say that i think that anyone who's not signed is is useless i i mean i still think i still think um you know, on the back end, having a guy like Prince of Mukamara come in. I know I talked about this last week, but uh, having a guy like that come in and, and provide depth. Maybe not be the number one guy, but I mean, Oja Mudia, like literally everyone's game plan moving forward is going to be, hey, where's Oja Mudia? We're going to target Oja Mudia. And that, I, I, I know this is an exaggeration, but it felt like every single yard that was given up in that game through the air was wherever Ojemudia was. It just whether it was Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith-Schuster, doesn't matter who it was that was being covered by him. That's where they were going to throw the ball. Um, and and you saw you saw what happened. You know, three hundred some yards and long touchdown to the rookie. Later, um, that's going to be the game plan for a lot of teams moving forward. Um, and what you know. Whatever you think about Amukamara's career up to this point, he had a stellar year with Vic Fangio, and he's certainly not going to do worse than what we just saw. But also, there is the idea of having uh, players develop, which we need. But sometimes helping, you know, helping out will also help their development. Having some a veteran in there to help out will also help development. Got to remember, there's no veterans in the cornerback room. At all now, um, I mean, yeah. Speaking I mean, on true. quarterbacks, we're not going to have any quarterbacks that come in and start for us. You know, it's going to be Jeff Driscoll, um, and we'll see about Brett Rippon. Of course, I'm going to throw this name out here, almost more for you guys, uh, Kevin and Ian, than than for anyone else. But I know Titans practice squad, nope. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, 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 come in and get Trevor Simeon. Um, I'd love it, but obviously I have no expectation of that happening. Um, and another name that I happen to pull up that is uh, Josh well, actually, Rosen. let me let me just Josh Rosen's out there too. Uh, yeah, well, there's no, Josh he's, Rosen. He's, he's on a practice squad for Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. For Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Simeon, Titans. Uh, you have uh, Cooper Rush uh, on the Giants uh, practice squad. Mad at him, really. I like um, him. You have Matt Moore on the Chiefs practice squad. Um, he beat us. Brandon well, we, Allen. We have the, two. We have two quarterbacks. You're talking about bringing somebody in for the practice squad. Oh, 100 percent. They're well, going to sign a third. Yeah, guy. yeah. Just in case somebody goes down, because I mean, we're we're we're, we're yeah. Like that's flies. whether or not they're going to do that is not part of the discussion. Yeah, there are. It's but, who it's going to be. But but they don't have to do it until somebody goes down, right? They're going do they, to do it. You that's, have, that's, you can't go. They're going to do you it. Can't Kevin. go. That's you can't. Not part of third. this discussion. Okay. <laughs> but uh, um, David fails. Jets. Devlin Hodges. Steelers. Uh, I don't really like many of those names. Duck I would Hodge? say that's Duck Hodges, right? Yeah, I would say potentially Brandon Allen, just because he had experience with this team last year. Potentially, um, though he didn't, you know, wasn't great. Um, Paxton Lynch, obviously. <coughs> Paxton Lynch, Paxton Lynch, Chad Kelly. Um, He's out there. Obviously, you have, the- you know, oh. m- m- the name that sticks out to me is Trevor Simeon, just because I am a big fan of his. I thought he did really well as a starter. Um, and and then the last guy that I would say would be would make sense is is a guy like Matt Moore. Um, I, he may be protected on the Chiefs practice squad, so they may not he, we may not be able to sign off of him. But he's a veteran guy who would be able to provide a lot of uh, help for a young guy like you know Jeff Driscoll or eventually Drew Locke again, um, since we don't have any veterans in that room currently. Um, as far as you know. I've already discussed like the the need at, for help at edge rusher. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but here is a list of I just can't. I just came up with a list of of names, uh, free agent names. Now I'm not saying not necessarily saying hey we should sign all or any of these guys, but just just names that are out there. Um, aside from the ones I just mentioned, uh, a wide receiver. Uh, you have guys like Tony Brown. Don't want him. Hopefully we don't sign him, but he's out there. Um, Hakeem Butler, uh, which would mm. make some sense. Uh, you have uh, Jermaine Curse. Um, even Demaryius Thomas is technically still out there. Um, you have offensive linemen that could help. Cordy Glenn. Ooh, I uh, Jared Valdir, who played for the uh, Broncos. Um, did a lot better than what we have right now. Um, Donald Penn, who... Uh, former Pro Bowler uh, for the Tampa Bay here. Buccaneers, and and the Oakland former you know Oakland Raiders at the time, obviously Las Vegas Raiders now. Um, edge rushers, obviously, we've talked about that, so I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Um, cornerbacks, obviously, Prince Mukamara is the name that stands out to me uh, since he had success in Fangio's system. But you also have like Tremaine Johnson, uh, Cody Sensabaugh, Morris Claiborne. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, I don't I don't know that any of these names stand out to any of the coaching staff or to John Elway, um, but I just know it's great to have youth that you, you want to develop, and we have a ton of talent in that youth, but it's also good to have a balance of youth with veteran guys who can help help these young guys grow and, and also provide some on-the-field help as well um, in situations like when a rookie's getting picked apart, because here's the thing: it does depend on it does depend on the rookie and the mentality of the rookie. But uh, if a, ro- a rookie can either bounce back from being picked apart, or that can be completely deflating to them. 
Um, so True. it does depend on their mentality and their ability to have that uh, mental toughness. Um, but veterans are never going to hurt that. Never going to hurt that. Whether or not they're the starter, they're going to help with uh, help with the growth of the young guys. So I think if you're talking about growing young guys, it's it doesn't always have to be by throwing them out there and letting them fail for a while. Um, that's not the, right. that's not necessarily the tried and true formula. Um, but anyways, any any other thoughts that you guys have in reference to injuries, in reference to any of that? No, not really. Uh, we just know that our – well, they're probably – for wide receivers, they'll probably bring Tyree Cleveland. He'll probably come back. I want to see what he looks oh, like. Oh, yeah. Of course, he, he was hurt also. Um, who? Who? Yeah. Jerry Judy? You mean Tyree Cleveland? Tyree Cleveland, yeah. You say he was hurt? He was hurt. He was out the, this, uh, the Pittsburgh game. Well, I know he was inactive. I don't know if he was hurt. I think it was a healthy scratch. It, it, oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a scratch because they're bringing. KJ well, he Hamlet was back. hurt. He was hurt against Tennessee. He had one solid catch. Good uh, camp. I think the Broncos uh, would like to see him. You know, develop. He's going to have an mm-hmm. opportunity. I think to get some playing time now with Cortland Sutton. Now he's a big body. He's fast, athletic. Uh, I like our wide receivers, even without Cortland Sutton. We've invested a lot over the last several years and many premium draft picks. So um, that is a position of strength for us, especially if you include the receiving group uh, with the tight ends. We're strong. Our tight ends are strong. Uh, Vanette still doesn't look strong. No, I would would cut him immediately. Uh, yeah, so I, I swear to God, if they throw another pass to Nick Vanette, if I see a, another, if I see eighty-eight on the field another time, and it ain't Demarius Thomas, I'm having <laughs> yeah, some serious got, problems, dude. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> they need to retire bum, that number. There. Yeah, that's what I'm. Why he uh, he's got to be the slowest human being on the planet, and, <laughs> and he's not keep, even a good blocker. They keep I throwing saw him, him the I, ball. I saw him. Yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that. He yeah, wasn't maybe even. We, the... Maybe we re- re-signed Demarius Thomas as a veteran, veteran wideout. The funniest four, thing is about yet. it that just blows my mind is he wasn't even the best player at Ohio State when it was him and Jeff Hireman on the same team at the same time. We <laughs> let go of Jeff Hireman and we get this bum. Like, dude, <laughs> I like I, to the, see the whole Albert... time I was t- the whole time I was like, can you just go back to the team? Can you go back to the Steelers? Listen, here's the answer at at, at tight end. There's only one answer. Noah Fant. Fant all the time. Yeah. I throw you it don't to need anybody picture. else out there other than to come in and help block. <laughs> Noah Fant. <laughs> we'll see with Period. Alberto. We'll see with Alberto. Maybe Alberto down the road. When he's active. But – um. Yeah, I do. I do want to kind of shift. Uh, we did get a we did get a a message from a, a fellow fellow podcaster, um, Broncos Country Blitz podcast. So uh, I just wanted to nice. play a clip from that and uh, and just kind of respond to what his thoughts were. Go Broncos! Been an interesting season, but boy, Drew Locke looks like the real thing. You can just see those sparks still, even in that game one loss to the Titans. He'll he'll correct those deep ball mistakes. 
And also, Jerry Judy looks like the real thing. Same thing. Those drops that he had, that won't be continuing. I still think our defense will gel, even with the injuries. And it may be a slow start here the first quarter of the season, but after that, I think we're just going to hit the gas and not look back. Go Broncos. Everything he said, I would echo times two if we weren't wiped out by injuries. <laughs> if we weren't wiped out by injuries, including Drew Locke at this point. So, to be fair, this voice message was recorded before um, the game. Prior to the game. Um, and uh, obviously, we didn't have the knowledge that we have now about Drew Locke's injury. Um, go sure, Broncos, I'm, obviously. I'm sure he's on his podcast complaining just like us. oh yeah no yeah we'll definitely <laughs> tune into that and, and see what he's saying about it but yeah uh, we'll follow him that's i believe it's broncos country blitz podcast yeah. um so um check them check him out as well yeah, um but yeah i mean in response i mean definitely i think i think i kind of like what you said kevin i think last week is if we can get four uh if we can go through the first half of the season four uh four and four hold serve then I think at that point we're going to start gelling. Yeah. I but mean, of we've course, had two. A lot of this real... is conditional. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We've had two tough, tough matchups these first two weeks. And we, and as I started, we could we could be sitting at 2-0. 2-0. We fought them really, really hard. But just real back back to Pittsburgh again uh, and back to the overall arching overarching theme that we're finding ways to lose. Well, special teams. Okay. Brandon McManus. We just re-signed this guy. He missed another 50-plus field goal. If he makes that field goal and Sam Martin doesn't drop a punt in the end zone, that's a six-point swing. It had nothing to do with coaching. That was entirely on those two guys. Sam Martin's only job is to catch the ball and punt it. And that yep. was a clutch situation. He's a veteran. He cost us an opportunity to tie that game at the end. And McMurray, I think McMurray, sorry, McManus, I think back to the head, the helmet tossing incident where he got so angry because he wasn't allowed on the field to kick a six seventy yard field goal. Was that last year? Yes. The, last year. the guy can't the guy is below fifty percent over 50 yards he's not a long over the last two kicker. years over the last, over the two, last years. two years he has he the was leg. elite at it before but has suddenly hit a wall not and anymore. He's, i don't know if he's over kicking every time because he's got the leg and he's trying to kick it for distance every time um he's automatic virtually from under 50 yeah. um but for some reason over 50 i don't know if he just tries too hard to kick it too far um and doesn't take into account accuracy, but suddenly he's at like so, something along something close to forty percent from over fifty yards. Fifty yards, and over that's the last not two worthy. Years. Yeah. Uh, so, so and that's we just signed him to there. a contract extension. Now, here's seventeen the thing about Sam million Martin. dollars too. Yeah, seventeen million dollars. Here's the thing about Sam Martin. He dropped that ball. It was right in his hands. It wasn't a bad snap. There was nothing about that that was like, you know, hard to handle, so to speak. Um, other than maybe, of course, being backed up on your own end zone, I think is probably nerve wracking. But, um, but you're a professional, you know. Um, I'm not too worried about it yet because he is a veteran, because he has a lot of extensive proof of not doing this in the past. Uh, and last week he was very good. Um, and even his punts in the game were good, except for that. I don't think I'm in a tune of like, oh, 
we should cut this guy because of this no, one no. mistake. No, I'm no, not, I'm not I, saying that. No one's saying no, that. No, I know that. I know that you're not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying where I'm at. I, where I'm at is I'm not too worried about the one mistake, but kind of like I was saying earlier, it doesn't matter what it is. It seems like it's something something different and maybe unique every time, but we always just find a way. We find a way to lose the games. Uh, whether it's special teams, defense, mm. offense, yeah, not yeah. calling timeouts. It doesn't matter what it is. We there's find a will, there's a way. way. There's a will, there's if, a way. If it's a close game under the Fangio regime, it's a guaranteed loss. Oh, yeah. If he, we have a lead... He, Fangio doesn't less, like to if, win. If we have a less than an eight-point lead... With 30 seconds left in the game, we're going to lose the game. Dude, if we're up by 40 and there's 30 seconds left, oh I still God. don't know if we're going <laughs> to not blow that lead with Fangio. I got it. Oh, yeah. It's good. I mean, yeah. oh, I, I, I think perfect scenario. It is, I don't know. I don't think that there's a reason why Fangio had never been a head coach for 30 <laughs> okay. years. We have we have What's two timeout. We have we have three head co- we had three head coaches on this team. Three head coaches have all been well, two head coaches have been fired. I would literally be like if I was John Elway, just hypothetically, I'd be like, Hey Vic, I'm gonna put you back up in the in the booth up there. You're going back up there and you're gonna play only defensive calls. Now the other two guys can figure the the rest out. We got um uh what's his name um well my brain fart. Hold on, Ian. Before you get too in depth into this, uh, you're not gonna put a head coach in the booth. That's just not gonna happen. He's got Ed um, Donatel up there. Ed Donatel's he, defensive coordinator, and he's been, he's, uh, he's has worked with him in the past. You he's have, been with him for twenty year, ten years at least. No, not fire him. What are you talking about? What is point? Uh, um. And then, if you're talking about the head coaches, obviously you have Pat Shermer, offensive coordinator, and then uh, Mike Munchak, Mike offensive Munchak. line. I would, I would, um, I would put Mike Munchak as a head coach. No, you don't yeah. think so? You don't think Come so, on, man? No, no. Fangio's got one year under his belt with this team. He's two games into a second season. <laughs> he's already he's lost not- enough close games for five years. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. We get really emotional as fans. I get it. I get angry at them. No, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not I, saying switch head coaches at this point. That's not. I'm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm this close. I'm this close. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to Denver. <laughs> Ian, our, this so our close. slate of games clearly. <laughs> our slate of games clearly is not getting any easier. Tom Brady, and that ridiculous offense is uh, coming to, um, to Denver. And we are so screwed. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are so screwed. Watch out for we Scotty have these Miller. Corners that are going to go against uh, Godwin potentially. Well, I think he uh, might Mike be out. Evans. He might. Gronk out. has not looked like that he's done anything yet. But Gronk, uh, Cameron Brate, OJ Howard. Uh, oh my! I'm just like, Tom Brady. Godwin, Godwin Tom might Brady. be out. He might still be out with a. Uh, with that's a, why I said potentially. Um, Scotty Miller, bud. Scotty Miller. I mean, oh my God, dude. We are. Do you, hey, I, who do you who I, do you I, think Tom Brady's going to game plan around targeting? I, I don't. Moody. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, and by the way, guys, gotta let him so, learn through it, right? <laughs> and, and don't forget, we have, and he he's probably going to play better. We can only hope so. <laughs> like um, he can't play worse. But but we have Devonte Harris, right? 
Um, he oh, may. He's probably going to get man. some more playing time. Um, Great. Looking forward and, uh, to it. So we'll Where, see. If where's we'll see. Oh, Bo- Vontae Bosby, too? Bosby. Yeah, where's Bosby, then? We need yeah. some Bosby, dude. We need the- what did they say Harris for? I meant to say Bosby. I mean, well, Devontae Harris is on the team, too. Yeah, that's how yeah. that's how nondescript our corners are. Yeah, we, we don't even we know might one be, from the We other. might be lacing up our cleats at the end of the week. You, you never know. We might have better <laughs> luck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Isn't that sad, dude? That's sad. Bro. It's, it's sad. what I'm saying. Like, I know, oh, oh, I'm sure they've already kicked the tires on Prince. I, I just, look. We need to kick more this tires, This room is sad. It's sad. Like, we can't even play around it anymore. We can't, like, like Fangio said, we can't even insult anyone's intelligence with the idea that this is a talent. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say not talented because I'm not saying that there's no talent there, but, I mean, it. I, I, it seems like with 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 the combination of injuries and the unwillingness to get help, we are dead set on getting a team of nothing but rookies and practice squad players by week six, guaranteed. I'm pretty sure John Elway. He's just cheap now. No, anybody. he's only cheap when it's his own players. <laughs> don't no. don't worry. He'll give Juwan James uh, the biggest tackle contract. Uh, in the he'll, NFL. Yeah, he'll let Simmons go. <laughs> And we'll get some Melvin. Ra- we'll get some random safeties. I'll give him. Fu- I'll give him four hundred million dollars. Yeah, I just I'm like come on, man. Pay that. Uh, I don't know. I, I I can't. I can't. I don't understand some. I mean, I understand some of the thinking. I, I unless they're really just kind of like, hey, let's not even care about winning this year. This is all about growth. Okay. I get then the growth. I get the growth it. thing. No, I I get it too. But but let's not pretend like we're gonna try and be competitive. Because we aren't going to be competitive if we continue on the trend. I mean, we uh, are competitive. I mean, I get it. Though. We've lost two close games, and close games, like to your point, Kevin, close games to some very good teams, uh, playoff teams, you know. Um, but uh, but it's a slippery slope, and very our depth is is beyond hurting at this. point. That's what so, I said. That was what my are you guys' first expectations word. for this game? Tampa huh. Bay coming into Denver. Kevin, we'll start with you. Well, I don't think Tampa's uh, better than Pittsburgh. Um, I don't. I don't. Even, I don't think they're better than Tennessee. Um, I mean, they looked really poor in the opening week against New Orleans. Abysmal. Uh, they put up who they beat. They played some horrible team uh, this past weekend. Who they play? Oh, Tampa. They beat Carolina. Beat, Ca- Carolina, beat Carolina. Who yeah, played so, very close to Seattle in Week One. Uh, so. But yeah, it's it's going to come down to um, Driscoll, I guess. You know, hopefully with a full week of uh, reps under his belt, uh, Jeff Driscoll can continue and hopefully improve on what he did against Pittsburgh. I suspect he's going to have a little bit more time. Uh, Tampa Bay doesn't have the defense Pittsburgh does. They don't have the pass they, rush. They do have a good defense, though. Let's. I mean, you're they right. They do. They don't have the. It's front, not on Pittsburgh's front level. Line. And uh, and we'll have a full week to prepare, uh, and they're going to have to do the traveling this time. So you know we'll we'll see we'll see how mentally tough we are. And it's another it's another really disappointing defeat. Now we've got a whole week for this team to realize our our leader, our quarterback, is out. Uh, you know, are we going to rally? Are we going to step <clears throat> up and 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 overcompensate from all the guys that are down? Now Cortland Sutton's down, so. 
it, it's really difficult to project how we're going to come out and play against against Tampa. I do know this. Tom Brady, Mr. Hall of Famer, Mr. Goat, mm-hmm. has a losing record in Denver. It's the only well, NFL only team. team. So oh, I'm, a, yeah, a, he, I'm aware of that. He's in a new uniform. We'll let's we'll, we'll see if he, his luck changes. Eight and um, nine. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to forecast it. Other than I think we'll see more of the same. I think we're going to battle them. I think it'll be a close game. You know, this team battles. They're feisty. They they play hard, um, and it'll come down to points. You know, last week I said we if we scored twenty eight, we'd beat Pittsburgh. Well, we would have beat Pittsburgh with twenty eight. Um, probably the you same should win week. most games with twenty eight points. Yeah. To be fair, uh, you have a prediction. Um, I think we lose twenty. Oh, gosh, if we put up, uh, I think we lose twenty four to twenty one, and I think Mc, McManus will hit one off the upright from fifty one yards, and we lose. <laughs> Love it. So. Uh, you heard quick, it here first. Quick, uh, by the way, quick correction: uh, Carolina played the Raiders close in Week One. I was about Seattle. to. I was about to say the same thing. Uh, Go like, ahead, because uh, Seattle played. Uh, what is it? The uh, Falcons. Yep. Uh, so what am I? My prediction, man. I I keep on saying they're gonna win. Keep losing. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just need to say they're gonna lose, and then they'll win. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know I'm not. I'm not that dude. I'm not that kind of guy. Cool, man. Don't take one for the team. I'm not taking one for the team. <laughs> uh, I mean, given that we do have Brady's, we do kind of destroy him for the most part. Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna lose this one. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. I mean, yeah, great show, um, but. I mean, you have a one and eight record as a starter, so we're not really like you're not that great, bud. Um, Wait, well, did play for Cincinnati and Detroit? On, yeah, Cincinnati mm-hmm. and Detroit. He played for yeah, Cincinnati and Cincinnati. Detroit. You gotta, you gotta consider the teams that he was on when you take it. Yeah, still, still, there were still weapons on that team, though. I mean, you still have Kenny oh. Galladay. You had AJ Green, stuff like that. Oh yeah, they're winning with Matt Stafford, right? Oh wait, no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> He put, hey, listen, right, he looked a bunch pretty of good last week. They are a bunch of bucks. <laughs> he did look pretty good. But I, I'm a, I'm good a, I'm in a, a very s- difficult spot. I'm a, I think I'm going to go, I think, 24-21. I think, I think we're going to – we. But adverse. Yeah, I think we're We would cover the time, spread though. at 24-21. Tampa's a six-point So you guys are favorite. both going Tampa Bay 24-21. Yeah. Okay. I don't, exactly. I don't, yeah. And we're very confident. Okay. So I am – <laughs> I am a con- I am confident in the Broncos losing this game. Um, I hate to say it, as I've hated to say it last couple of games, but I've predicted two losses, and I've unfortunately been right both times. Well, you um, need to stop talking then. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> we'll see, because if they lose when you predicted a loss, then maybe there's something to be said there. But um, uh, true. But one of the biggest, I mean, a, a big, a big contributor to Brady's losing record in Denver is a guy by the name of Vaughn Miller who's not there. True. Um, and Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning. No, I understand. And Peyton Manning, obviously. I, again, I love the grit of this team. 
Uh, even though they find ways to lose the game, they don't quit. I mean, once everyone went out in that Pittsburgh game, you could have no, honestly, who, who would have even blamed them for giving up at that point? But, um, but in any case, uh, I do think that Tampa Bay is going to win this game because I know that I know that, uh, Brady is, you know, maybe a little over the hill, maybe not the elite, uh, ridiculous quarterback that he was, but obviously in this past game, um, Against Carolina, again, it's not against a powerhouse of a team, but um, he did show that he's still able to, you know, do some crazy things and, and make some excellent throws and whatnot. But yeah, um, it's still Brady. Uh, the, the defense is good in Tampa Bay. Obviously, they have their weapons on offense. Um, do they? I, I would find – I would be hard-pressed to th- think that we're going to – win this game with again a lot of backups and you know largely due to injuries but a lot of backups and young guys and rookies and um it's just hard to think that we're gonna we're gonna beat that type of uh uh you know powerhouse at least powerhouse players you know regardless of what you think about the team overall uh as many veterans and established stars as they have uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be hard. And don't forget, uh, the guy that ran for over 200 yards against us last year is on mm. that team in that backfield. And he looked good well this. this and he looked week, good yeah. this week. And he looked good this past week. So they might unleash him against us because he did it last year. <laughs> um, so I, I I would say I would say it's it, it's it's gonna be a loss for the Broncos. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the same score. I'm I, I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be. 27 17 uh in favor of the buccaneers mm-hmm. um but if, as always i hope i'm wrong definitely hope I'm i think wrong. J- I jerry hope I'm judy wrong. uh but jerry judy with... goes for over 100 yards this game and he gets his first nfl awesome. touchdown touchdown fant touchdown fant now here's the thing if we if we had go ahead i'm sorry I was going to say Fant, I think, is going to score again three touchdowns in three games. So look look for Fant and mm-hmm. Judy to shine in the uh, passing game. And let's just hope we can keep defensive linemen out of Driscoll's face. If we can, I think we can get that offense moving. I think Kamler has a big game, too. I mean, underneath stuff? Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, I think I think he actually has a good game because I mean the way he looked in his debut, um, he looked great. I mean, he, he looked every he looked every bit of a second round pick that we 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 did for him. Yeah, so I'm looking for him to step up because he's gonna be the slot receiver now. It might maybe. be a fantasy acquisition for those of us who had Cortland Sutton in all of their fantasy leagues. Like exactly. Right. And may- maybe Chubb starts to return. Oh, hopefully. I, I, I hate old... that I've forgotten about him. Yeah, he's he's still testing that knee. He's clearly not back yet. But that's two games back-to-back where he played a majority of the defensive snaps, apparently no setbacks, which is a – you know bullish indicator that he's going to round in the I think he's good now. I think he's later. I think he's good now. I mean, I think he's probably still a little ginger on that knee, but I think he's I think he's back. I think he's I think he's back now. We need him I will back. say I will say if we had Cortland Sutton and Drew Locke 
and Von Miller. Miller and Philip Lindsay. I would say we win this game. AJ Bouye. We, we would have won both of them. We would have won Bouye. both of them. Yeah, I would say we win this game handily, but um, we're two and up. We're two and up. Unfortunately, the injuries are what they are. Jawan Williams, Von Miller, AJ Bouye. I think we're two and zero. Yeah, probably. probably Who's Jawan? Uh, Who's Jawan Williams? What do they say? I meant Jawan James. <laughs> oh God, we we don't even know what he is anymore. We don't know if he's got any anything to give. Um. Well, well, we know he's he's better than what we currently have at right tackle, by far. Probably, we probably put yeah, one of his kids there, and probably better than what we got right. We tackle. could have an orange traffic cone there, and probably be, be strong. You do yeah. got to remember, we gave up no sacks in week one. Let's let's not get too. But there were pressures. Sacks isn't the total you guys indication. Are, you get, of you pass, guys get very carried protection. away with this. Dude, that, that, hey, hey, do you remember that, right that you're side. emotional about the Broncos? You know, you know, um, you know what's actually kind of crazy is we're not even talking about Garrett Bowles. Two weeks, we're not talking about Garrett Bowles, which yeah. is a sign of respect. No, penalties. Yeah, that's penalties. like he's kicking butt. He he had one penalty, but it was on a run play, which is not his style. He's in the GB zone. That's what he says. He he says I get into the GB zone, the Garrett Bowles zone. That's embarrassing. <laughs> he said it. I know that's embarrassing to hear, though. I feel bad for him. Um, <laughs> I felt bad for him too when he said it. <laughs> I, th- I I don't th- I I definitely don't think our our right tackles are strength. Um, oh no, I, th- no, they're not a strength. Hold on, just it's not a hot take, <laughs> guys. Stop. Um, um, I don't think they're a strength, but I don't think that I don't think at least based on the first two weeks they're as bad as you guys are acting like because uh, I, I I mean I don't know if you guys noticed the right tackle constantly collapsing in the first game, but I didn't. Um, yeah, I think they were good. And, uh, the first game, they were pretty good. And, and, the and, one, and I, in this, the back half of last year, we didn't see much of that either. Um, I mean, I honestly just pretend we'll I mean, I honestly pretend there I mean, is I've, no I mean, right I've already made the case for signing somebody, but you guys, oh, well, let them, let them learn, let them grow. Um, so uh, you guys are going to have to swallow that pill. if you. I uh, put John you know, Elway as a right tackle. <laughs> well, we did. We did sign someone at right tackle. We signed a right tackle. Yeah. Okay. Dotson. See, you, you gotta stop. I, you gotta stop talking about all these practice squad players that we sign and 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 act like we're talking about the same thing. We're not Hold talking on, about the, the same thing. Yeah, but we the guys that are playing, Russian, right? Because we should be on the practice Irving. squad. No, that's we're talking about two different things. I'm not talking about signing practice squad players that aren't ever going to get in the game. Who? Dotson, the guy from Tampa Bay. Yeah, six, the guy nine. from Tampa Bay who, who can't he's, beat he's a, out backup players. Who cannot well, beat ni- out backup players. That's what's out there. This guy was a nine-year no, starter. No, I just, I just read a list of what's out there, Kevin. It's all garbage. I already read the list. So I'm it's not going to read it's it again. Bad. It's, all, it's bad. It's bad. Um, I mean, I mean, you talk about Demar Dotson when there's when there's uh, players who were Pro Bowlers as recently as 2018 on that list. So Kevin's um, dog could suit up for this game. Anyways, we got to wrap up because we're an hour, we're, we're over an hour in. So, um, guys, have anything else to, to say before we wrap up? No more injuries. No more injuries. No more injuries is the, is, is the mantra going into this game. No more injuries. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to D Bronx Podcast from Ian, Kevin, myself. Make sure you subscribe, 
follow, hit that like button, whatever it is you like to do with your podcast. Yes, um, obviously, you know, leave us comments or voice messages as well, and we'll uh, hopefully get to those as well. So, um, thank you for listening. We're out.